Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 135. This interview is with Jonathan Gann, founder and CEO of Witchit, a promising new way to heighten engagement. Based in London, Jonathan is a man on a mission. In this podcast, we talk about some of the ways that brands could take advantage of the Witchit app that has come to life mobile first. Jonathan shares with us several interesting use cases. Come check it out and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T dot com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes to the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick and enjoy the show. Jonathan Gann, we're in London. You are the CEO and founder of Witchit. So tell us, what is Witchit? Hi, good morning, Minter. Um, yes, as you say, Jonathan, founder and CEO of Widget. Widget drives up sales by putting brands in front of highly targeted audience in a playful choice selection app. All right, I, I came across uh, Widget thanks to our mutual friend, uh, Yuri, who's in charge of, of it over here in England. And, and it really intri- intrigued me as an opportunity to take advantage of the image that is such an engaging facet. Tell us what is the opportunity that you're that your vision is of Widget for brands? Yes. Uh, Widget, today, as you can see, it is a social platform, but it's more than that. It, you know, it's not just a social platform that contains posts. If you will see uh, and you will take Widget, the post by itself, it's a very highly engagement post. You can see it and engage with that in the social platform by itself, but you can also, and this is the great opportunity, to post it and put it in any other uh, place if it's embedded on website, blog, email, uh, current social platform that you have today, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, etc. The point is that we all know that post is very high engagement, which it as a smart post is triple engagement. All right, so in terms of other visual or image-based social networks, we have Instagram, Pinterest. What is the difference that the widget provides for brands as opposed to an Instagram embed or other other types of uh, image-based platforms? Okay. Uh, we all know the statistic. Uh, number one engagement is visual content. Photos, by far, on text. Video is number two. Which it is a smart post. It's asset. It's unique. It's the psychologically point process of the human being. Uh, I will give you a quick example. If I will come to you and I will show you a very nice photo of an item, Nike shoes, Adidas shoes, etc. You will look in that and today what you're going to do as an end user, you will like it or you will give it a red heart on Instagram or other platforms, uh, Twitter. Which it is not showing you something. is asking you. There is a question mark. No matter if there isn't a text, there is text or there isn't text with the question, it's a question that's giving you two photos to choose, two up to four uh, frames. And you, as the end user, when you see it, no matter if you understand the question, you have to choose. And this psychological process that all the human beings have, it is a basic natural behavior, answer it. And which it sit on this specific psychologically point. Yeah, so when, you, when you, you see the four images, 
for those of you who don't know it, you, you, you're, you're automatically prone to click on it like you do on Instagram. You like it. Yeah. And you choose the one that you're most prone to like right away. Then, then what I like about Widget is that it gives you an instant feedback, as in, well, other people have chosen this one more or less. This is pre- contributing to the engagement that's happening. But what, what is behind Widget? Now that I've, I've clicked on it, I liked it, what happens behind? Okay. Um, First of all, the, 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 the point of the engagement we already saw it in the statistic, the average of which it posts, each one of them is 50%. These are, those are phenomenal uh, uh, statistics. We were in shock with the engagement. The point is it's not finished there. If I will see, if we will look on Facebook, you like something and that's it. You can share it, but share is less engagement. I mean, yes, yes, less less people doing it. Thank you. Uh, Instagram, for example, it's a great example. You gave a red heart, but the system itself, the user experience of Instagram, the system doesn't give you uh, to go forward. On widget, you see the two, three, four frames. You choose. It doesn't end there. If you like it, I mean, choose this one, you can see other people, what they vote. You have a very instinct, a millisecond, you can see how many people, the percentage deviation, the crowd uh, sourcing. Additional to that, which the system is part of the user experience, giving you the last mile. I can go forward, which means I can get more information about this specific frame. I can get a coupon. I can get a business uh, um, benefit on this specific item so behind each image what what we can do is we can allocate a certain activity which can be a url or it can be a coupon or different activities and you can make four different images and have four different separate actions behind it i really like that this is really why i really wanted to chat with you about this jonathan tell us about what what do you think of the, some of the business opportunities and the ways the business use cases that you see happening cuz i know you have a man, you're a man of vision with ambition okay um Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to be. Uh, let's start with the basic. The opportunity, first of all, let's think about the, the, the old map. It's a $30 billion market, social, social shopping. 90% of all purchases are subject to social influence, and still the conversion rate is very low. It's 2 3%. Facebook getting to 5%, but it's only after retargeting number sure. 10, 15 times, and you're spending a lot of money doing that. The opportunity for businesses is to take widget as a social platform. I mean, as a social platform, yes, but on top of their social platform, mm-hmm. which means take it as a marketing tool to engage better with their current audience, which means they can get more from the activity they've been doing today with less money. Mm. So one of the business cases that was particularly fun for me because it deals with a hairdressing salon. We're in London, and you had a salon that used Widget. Tell us about what happened and some of the numbers that you can share with us. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Gross Salon, people that uh, not everybody know that, it's a local brand, seven branch in in, in London. Uh, We run a campaign with them, experiment campaign, and we were shocked with the numbers. Uh, We took one Widget post four frames with uh, hairstyle, different hairstyle. Uh, put, of course, a very act- a very engagement uh, question. We, take, we took this specific uh, post, we embed it on our uh, blog post, we share it on the Facebook, on Twitter, other social platform, and of course on which the system itself. The numbers were phenomenal. In 
impressions of 1,254, the action, the people that vote, that engage with this post was 537, 43% engagement, which means if we take it to the like, it's, num it's, it's number which is triple, huge. Huge. It's, sure. it's huge. And this is without any uh, boosting, any uh, uh, investing money on that. All right, so just start, just one second. What made for that 43% hit rate, if you will, on the likes? I mean, as opposed to an image by itself. Remember that uh, two minutes ago I told you the psychology process? This is exactly that. It's a different reaction of the human being, no matter, not because they're nicer or, or the, the post is more beautiful or it's made by Nike or by Grolondo, which is, of course, less familiar. It's because it's a question. And the it's, a it's a choice. And if I'm giving you two options, three, uh, three options or four options, by the way, uh, research show that four is the maximum option that you can give to the human being. More than four, the people starting to be confused. Less than four, you have, of course, the three. The golden number, two is two less. One is not a choice. Sure. Uh, so in which it can give you between two to four. Most of the posts we saw are four, of course, and uh, it's working. Now, just to finish the Grow London, 43% engage with the post. Mm -hmm. We put a coupon. Remember the last sure. night? We give, we give the, uh, the coupon, which means people that vote, once they vote, there is an animation giving you, hey, you like that? Well, but behind each photograph, there was a different coupon. Yes. This, uh, behind each one of them, which means you like that? So the system telling you, okay, you like that? Here, give a coupon. 90 people saved the coupon, which means saw it and save it. In terms of conversion rate, 1.5% from the people that view it save the coupons, 3.5% from the people that vote, that engage with that, save the coupon. So what I like about it is that you're clearly helping brands to, to see the numbers and to get from a, a visual and impression to a purchase because when you go back to the grow salon, they can bring those 90 coupons and a certain percentage of them will actually... Um, bring their coupon in and, and um, redeem it into the salon so you can really find the whole A to Z. Exactly. Are you saying A to Z? I will say 360 degrees. For businesses, which it is from a content creator because we know all that content is the king. It's the engagement, which means we allow you to engage with, the, I mean, we're giving you the tool to engage better with in your company in a very fun way. You can see the numbers talking by themselves. And the last mile, which means the business perspective, providing uh, business benefits and, of course, increasing your sales. And additional to that, market research. Sure. So when, one of the other things that's, of course, of particular interest is the, is the ability to use Widget as a Facebook ad. Tell us about a business case that you have on the success of of the of which it as an ad in Facebook. Oh uh, yes, two weeks ago we finished an experience that we ran for uh, six seven days. We built four ads, same text, same budget, same target audience, same everything. The only difference between those four was the photo inside the ad. 
One of them was a regular commercial that you see, a very nice model with uh, hair. It was for the uh, GHD, GHD, GHD uh, too. Uh, my wife controlled more than this <laughs> in this uh, field. The second one was a competition that's saying, here come the same competition. We, those two kind of ads, we all know that today on Facebook. We are regular to see that. The third one was a widget, the four frames, two on the top, two on the bottom. And the, third, the fourth one was four options, but horizon, ordered by uh, left to right. We run them at the same time, as I said, same budget, same target audience, different uh, headset. So Facebook, we're not able to uh, mix them up. Mm-hmm. In terms of reach, the widget, let's jump to the conclusion, uh, was double 3.5 in terms of the reach. The impression, double 4. If we will go to the bottom line, the CPC for each one of them, Three cent. So fantastic. All right. So I, I, I see that. My my question to you is is how can well will how do you manage the relationship with with Facebook? Because I mean, there is this is this something that they're positive on that they're going to want to spread, or are they going to try and clamp down? How do you how do you feel you're going to manage with Facebook's ability to um, well manage the revenue stream? Uh, with Facebook, I will say it's a very good symbiosis. We are not, of course, taking part from Facebook because we are on top Facebook. Facebook just need to say thank you because we're providing them another tool for their social uh, platform on top of that. Uh, I will not say it even as a feature. I mean, uh, take Instagram. Instagram is not a competitor for Facebook. It's on top Facebook. If not owned, so um, yeah. So how how do you plan to market? Uh, so for if I'm a brand, how what are the ways for for you to market to brands and businesses to use Widget? Uh, so I will give you a glint for the current future, for the next future. We, as I said in the beginning of the conversation, um, we are now building the third generation of Widget. The third generation. Of, generation of which it is the platform for businesses. Once we will finish that, the businesses will be able to do anything that the regular user can do, as you can see it today in the, in the app and the website. Uh, additional to that, they will be able to do what business uh, functionality of, of businesses, which means generating coupons, control on the leaks, getting insight, all the statistics, all the analytics in real time. We're building the system not just to reflect the activity that you're doing in terms of statistics, but also to talk with you, which means the system will recommend you what to do in the future, what today, by the way, none of the system do. Right. So, uh, what, what, how about um, in terms of expense? How does it work? How are you going to? What's your business model, if you will, from a brand standpoint? If they want to buy or use your services, give us an idea, if you can, what it what it costs for a brand. Okay. So uh, this is a sensitive area. Uh, of course, I'm not able to tell you all the secret. Uh, but in general, uh, the monetization. It's like you have it today. Let's call it uh, the CPC or CPA, etc. Uh, in terms of cost, 
effective for you as a business, it will be worth because uh, in terms of pricing, we're going to break the market uh, for sure in the beginning. As, as long as I'm the CEO, it will be stay like that. Um, we want to give marketeers because we understand marketeers. We understand the brand. We understand this domain. We want to give them, this is the vision, the perfect tool to engage better with their audience, and not just on Facebook and Twitter, but moreover. And this is I'm giving you a bit of a clue that um, the direction that we are going to. Um, hopefully, they will be they will embrace it. So one, what's uh, another part of what's interesting about Widget is that it's sort of it's mobile first, yes. and so you have social shopping, you have images. And mobile, in in essence, it's it's a, obviously a very robust market. What are some of the options that you see for brands to use it? Not just embedding in in Facebook and in a blog post to get great engagement, voting, and so on and so forth. What are some of the other examples we we were talking a little bit about before? Okay, um, so yes, basically you can see it today in an app um, list list of a, a post but each widget post you can take each widget post you can take and embed it on your website on your blog on an email you can take it and put it as an ad you can put it on your in the entrance of your shop on an ipad or, or a screen touch and you have a marketing tool which is online and you can say even almost offline um, to provide any communication tool between you as a business entity and your users, giving them something which is not just a photo, which is not just a regular post. You're asking them. You're not just showing them something. You're literally asking them, and you will be surprised. They want to give you their answers. You want to give them their opinion. They're, it's important for them. Mm -hmm. And then plus you get the opportunity to use that as data for you. So you... If you've got four images, you can see which one's going better, and it's going to give you an idea maybe on how you can do your inventory counting or your, or your stock. Jonathan, what is your, um, your, your future vision for, for uh, Widget? I know you're a man of ambition. Give us an idea of where you think the future is. Uh, very simple, $10 billion company. And, and the fact that you're based in London, do you think that's, that's helpful for you? Uh, it's very helpful. Uh, yes, I know that we came from Israel and everybody asking me, hey, Israel, startup nation, why you leave it? Uh, why you left Israel? Uh, so, yes, Israel is a very good place to start the startup, to start the idea. But Israel, with all due respect to my country, is not the market. The market is the U.S., is Europe, is Asia. Those are the big markets. Once you get into a certain point, you want to cross the ocean. I mean, literally cross the ocean from Israel, no matter which place you want to go. Uh, once we won the competition of the serious program by the UKTI, that was one of the first opportunities that we got in the beginning of the way, which helped us to cross the ocean to the market. Now, why London? Because the UKTI is in London. And uh, secondly, London as an ecosystem, as I said before, is an excellent place for e-commerce. It's like an e-commerce world. It certainly is. It's the leader in the world. And you're based in Farringdon now, so you, I can see all the, sort of the energy in the place where we are today. So one last question for you, which is um, you're an entrepreneur, a lot of energy. You have your seven years of, of working in the Army as well. 
Who's a role model for you? Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't have one. I have several. Um, I have a, wow, that's a good, <laughs> very hard question. Role model. Um, the CEO of Alibaba. Mr. Jack Ma. Yeah, Mr. Jack. is. It's a combination between simple, genius, and craziness. And a vision, of course. It's a, you can see the, the, the vision with the craziness and in a very simple way that he's doing, he's doing, he's doing things. He brings his personality to work. It's amazing. It's purely amazing. The personality of the person, you can see it. All right, so speaking of China, what's, what's the uh, opportunity for China? How do, you, how, you, how do you plan to take this to China? Okay, uh, we just now jump to the section of the strategic. Uh, so China is the third step of the strategic plan that I have in my pocket. Uh, first one, of course, is Europe. Second is the U.S. Thirdly will be China for sure. China, if you know the market, I study a bit the market. I study Chinese, uh, wow, in the past. Uh, try, very hard one. Uh, even harder than Hebrew. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Uh, but China and, of course, Japan, those are markets that if you come there, prepare to be tough. These are a killer, they are a killer market, not forgiving. Uh, I'm not talking just in terms of competition. Those kind of market, you have to come very prepared, uh, very um, well-known, do a case study with the, with the, with the local. Uh, almost building, I will not say building everything from scratch, but you need to prepare that like you prepare it from the first day. Yeah, you be specific. So, Jonathan, tell us how can people reach you or track you down? What's the best way to contact, connect with you? Uh, email. <laughs> I think I have a profile in any other, in any uh, social platform. My uh, Twitter is ganjoni, um, and email gan at getwitchy.com. Beautiful. Then, Jonathan, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com. That's mindset with a Y. Where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please do rate it in iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs's Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way. Rid me of the grave and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of self security. Oh, I wouldn't care about the art form as long as you would feel warm, wrapped in canvas. Hold me tightly, slowly, we would.
Oranges in our palms make colors blend and look ugly in the end. But they're pretty in their own disgusting values. We'd hang our portraits in the hallways, make our house guests cringe. Oh, I wouldn't care about the My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.